Here we go! My name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you're tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a part of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. If you're new with us, good morning. Welcome. Mm-hmm. It is actually the morning. Guys, it's legit morning right now. So this is like when we're a morning show and we talked about this last episode, how, you know, there's a certain pressure to be peppy morning people if you're a morning show. Yeah. Um. Usually we can fake that because yeah, it's not really the morning. It, we usually record at like 10 a.m. or noon sometime, 3, 7 p.m. We record all over the freaking map. But um, here we are. Not all over the map. Not the pre-10 a.m. map. Until. Until today. Today. So you're going to hear a lot of things. You're going to hear a lot of roosters crowing. Because there are feral roosters that live outside of our house. Hey, you know what? Just let them live their best life. And they are very talkative. Also, maybe some yawning, maybe some coffee slurping. I'm fighting. I'm fighting the yawn. I'm going to be fine. I'm just going to speak. We won't talk about it. I'm just going to speak like good things over my yawns. So here's something. I don't know if we've talked about this. Most people who know you Mm. know this about you. And you can elaborate. You are not actually a morning person. I don't, is there, do you have to say anything else to that? I just am not a morning person. Like not My body all. doesn't agree with it. No. My self doesn't agree with it. I like, Jaboy likes to sleep. Yeah. Um, like when, when you read those, those verses, like in Proverbs and stuff like that. About sluggards turning yeah. on their beds. Yeah. Or, a yeah. lazy man is like a door yeah. swinging. As the door on yeah. turns on the hinge, so does the sluggard on his bed. I know that verse very well because my mother. Yeah. So like I hear those verses and I feel both seen and attacked <laughs> in that moment. Because, dude, I love to sleep. Like it's my favorite activity. I do not understand how... You sleep through the things that you sleep through. Like, it's a mystery to me. I, we had this discussion yesterday. You were talking about how much you loved sleeping or sleeping was easy or something like that. And it's not, it's so not. Sleep is not easy. I do remember that conversation. I love it, but it is work. And so, like, the entire house can be just absolutely imploding. Um, as far as like children are fighting and babies crying and dogs barking and roosters crowing and like so much noise. And I don't, I'm kind of passive aggressive in that I'm like, if I'm going to be up, then dang it, you're going to be up. (laughs) Oh, I know. And so I leave the door open. Don't I know it? Sometimes it's passive aggression. Sometimes it's active aggression. (laughs) No, sometimes it's that you're in bed just way too late and there is stuff that has to get done. Like I cannot put the laundry and everything on hold. I can't put putting the baby down for a nap on hold just because you need to get out of bed. So I just have to do the things. I have to pile the laundry on the bed on top of you or whatever. Again, I feel both seen and attacked (laughs) in this moment. I'm one of those people that it's like for a long time, if there was the tiniest noise, 
I was like awake and I, I can't sleep well away from home, especially like if I'm not in our bed, I don't sleep well at camp. I didn't enjoy summer camp as a kid because it's hard to sleep. There's all of those people. There's all of the nerves. There's all the everything. And because I'm like so excitable, I guess, yeah. I just wake up really easily until like the exhaustion of mothering three children drains you happened. bro. Yeah. Like I still woke up a lot with one baby. I still woke up a lot with two babies. That third baby hit and you were having to wake me up like, hey, the baby's yeah. crying. No, I wasn't. I was I, like, this was... lady is sleeping too late. She is shucking her responsibilities here. Yeah, and... it was a whole different brand of tired, but that has worn off and I'm back to waking up a lot again. I just wake up so easy. Yeah, I don't. I, I sleep with a an app that does sleep fan. I also sleep with that app. 90% of the time I have to turn your app on after you've already <laughs> fallen asleep. So, Well, the falling asleep is easy. The staying asleep, that's the hard part. That's even easier. <laughs> it's more passive. You just sleep. You're no. already there. Hey, no. If if sleeping seems like something that is hard to do and you're like, man, but I just don't understand how you can do, how can you sleep through all these things? Just look at an Olympic athlete. Okay. How can they run so how fast? How dare you? How can they throw a javelin so far? To, to an Olympic how, athlete for laying in bed. How? Hey, it's training. Okay. This is what I'm getting at. You, who feels attacked now? All the Olympic athletes. But they should also feel seen. No, no, sir. No, sir. All I'm saying is I would gold medal in sleeping if given that the opportunity. is possible. I would definitely make the podium. Well, um, walk on. do you want to introduce yourself outside of being a world-class Olympian oh, sleeper? Yeah, well, not really. I, oh, I would like for that to be my new intro. That's all that needs to be known about you. That's how out of it I am right now. I didn't realize we didn't do the full intro. Uh, my name is Bubba. I'm one of the founders here at Love Thy Nerd, and I'm a full-time nerd culture missionary. And if that's weird. That's why he can sleep so late. 100%. Because my life, <laughs> like my, my, my job kind of will end at about 11 o'clock, sometimes right. later than that. Yep. yep. Sometimes, way, sometimes way later Sometimes at like than that. three in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, this is what I do. And we go to conventions. Um, I actually lead the mission trips that we do, or we take a bunch of other nerds into nerd culture to like, uh, we're going to be going to Gen Con. These like these nerd conventions around the U.S. right now. We used to go around the world. Maybe we're looking at maybe going to Germany next year. Maybe mm -hmm. we'll see what the world's like. Mm -hmm. um, but we go around and we take people and we say, hey, we're going to teach you how to tell these nerds that Jesus loves you. Not just teach you how to tell them that, but we're going to teach you how to show them that. Short story. It's really short, just super duper to the point. I feel that the burden of proof is on us when we say something like that. So if I tell you, hey, Jesus loves you, that's on me now. Like now I have to, I got to back that up. I got to, I got to prove that I believe the things that I say. So when you come on mission with us, we teach you how to do that. Cool. I'm Anna. I'm married to you. Oh, I'm also tired, by the way. My and Bubba, Bubba is tired. and I'm tired. I'm also tired, but I am pretty used to just working through it. So as long as I don't, as long as my alarm doesn't pull me out of a dream, I'm pretty fine and I can make it. So and what I have if a good, your kids come I in screaming coffee. and your wife 
puts a baby on the bed to change his diaper and he's thrashing around. How dare I change the baby's diaper? I'm just saying, like, would that be a good way to wake up? I don't know. I, I think maybe I should try it sometime. I can answer it for you in case okay. you Yeah, the answer is no, it's not. Hey, I like coffee. I got a great big cup of coffee right here. It's so big. Do you yeah. want another cup like that? Uh, no, one's good. It says Cozumel, Mexico. Yeah, I got it. I got it um, on a cruise with my mom and this, I got it for Bubba, but I am usually the one who drinks out of it. <laughs> By hey. the time you guys hear this episode, I will be back. Yes. Um, so you, Bubba and my dad and um, uh, my brother and some, some family members mm-hmm. are going to do a sea burial for my mom. She was, um, she, <laughs> as much as I like sleeping, she likes so cruising. Bubba was is a nerd missionary, and my mom was a cruise missionary. She believed very strongly in um, carrying Christ's name to the nations via cruise lines, yeah. because there are many, 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 many nations represented, which is also why the CDC wants to shut the cruise industry down, because they believe viruses can be carried to many nations in exactly the same way as my mom was trying to share the love of Jesus, which I find also somewhat- viral. Yes. Anyway, there are a few cruises going. They've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And she wanted to be buried at sea. She passed away in January. Um, And so that is happening. And you're actually going on pretty much the same route as the cruise that I went on with her one time. (laughs) I was just telling your dad yesterday that we, Anna and I, at the end of this next week, we'll have both been on a cruise. Both been on the cruise, but never together. No, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, uh, would you like a few dad jokes to wake you up this morning? Because mm. this is something I also love, and I'm you probably know. better at dad jokes than Bubba is. Well, you because you like them. I like them. Um, but really, these dad jokes came from Google because it's really fun Dude, with the kids to we, ask Hey Google. I just tell lived me a joke. this. I lived oh, no, this she's yesterday. Okay. <laughs> she didn't. I didn't understand. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you did there. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. She's yeah, I don't me. understand either. Okay. G lady. Are you ready? Yes. I also know, but yes, just Okay. Just lean into the cringe. I'm here. Why did the scarecrow get a promotion? Can I answer these? Like, do you want me to answer them? I don't know. Do you want to? He's a stand-up guy. Close. That was so close because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, that's better than what I, yeah. (laughs) That made me laugh. Oh my gosh. This one. That one got me. This is for the immature. Ready? I'm here for it, yeah. Why do ducks have tail feathers? To cover their butt quacks. You didn't give me time, lady. (laughs) I knew it had something to do with butt and I was trying to get there. Uh, yes, yes. Okay, this one I told you. I've told you about these. Ready? But quick. <laughs> What's brown and sticky? Oh, a stick. A stick. That was, guys, <laughs> if I could just tell you about the text thread, that that joke came through the other day. The joke landed and I had no idea. <laughs> no idea. But But what is it? But really, what is it? Yeah. Okay. A cool. Stick. Yeah. No, a stick. But what's Brown the joke? And sticky. Um, okay. Did you hear about the two antenna that got married? Yes. The this. service was okay, but the reception was amazing. More, 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 more. <laughs> okay. Last one. That was the last yeah. one. Yeah. 
What do you call a shoe made out of of a blah, 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 blah? Oh, I have no idea. What do you call a shoe made out of a banana? A banana slipper. A slipper. Yeah. A slipper. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Uh, if you... <laughs> I think they're funny. She's legit cracking up over here. This is not a joke. Maybe she's delirious. Maybe we're That's just so possible. tired. It's possible. <clears throat> if you want jokes like this, ask the Google. robot. She's right there. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop saying ask, her name. I was going to say, ask the robot that lives in your house. Which shall not be named. Yes. Um, what was the name of the... Oh, you're not going to know this. Alexa. No. Oh. The name of the robot on the Jetsons. I think it was... Ale- Alice. No, that's... That's Brady Bunch. <laughs> that's actual Brady Bunch. Wow, you were really... What is her name? They're uh, basically the same person. Ro- Come on. I feel it starts with an O. Rose? Anyway. Rosie. 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 Ask, ask the Rosie that lives in your house for a dad joke, but just one. You don't even have to ask for a dad joke. Just any jo- any old joke. They're, they're yeah, all dad I, jokes. They're all dad jokes. I know. Which... We don't have time to talk about this, but has a quote unquote dad joke just taken over? Are there are there any jokes that are not dad jokes anymore? Because I feel like I if, so, if it leans into a pun. Right. It's like, eh, waka waka. Because they used to be Fozzie Bear. Like that used to be all he freaking I did. dirty jokes aren't really dad jokes. Well, I think da- dad jokes are, are the innocent laughs. I know. See, that's the kind of yeah, eh, thing you, because you, a lot of. Like the when dirty your kids graduate. And your dad jokes? No. Change a no. Bit. Never okay. Well, hey, you know what is okay? We're going to take a break. Breaks. Break yep. time. Hey, Go get a cup of coffee. Around. Yeah, you're going to need one. I might need one. I usually don't do coffee. Oh, no. I have almost the all the coffee. You did this. all of the coffee? I only made a half a pot. Lady, I'm going to want <laughs> some later. This is well, my life, It's guys. almost all in this enormous uh, That's mug basically with a, a steamer on it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be back with more of the Church Nerds podcast. And when we do come back, we're talking today about spoilers. spoilers. Spoiler alert. We're talking about spoilers. We will not spoil. Well, we might spoil some things, but they'll only be very old things. We're gonna, I mean, we're going deep. Yeah, like deep. years, decades ago even. Yeah. So, hey, stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Brittany Laughland, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing the Disney Plus series, Loki. Loki is the latest series in the MCU's string of successful Disney Plus shows, following The Falcon and the Winter Soldier and WandaVision, respectively. The series picks up right where we last saw Loki in Avengers Endgame, after he steals the Tesseract back again and disappears into space and time from 2012 New York. The first episode wonderfully sets the tone for the rest of the six-episode series, and I have to admit, it has become my favorite thing the MCU has ever produced. Throughout the miniseries, we see Loki being forced to confront the atrocities he's committed, but more importantly, he's forced to confront himself. We see this first by him being interrogated in episode one by Mobius, played brilliantly by Owen Wilson, a top agent for the Time Variance Authority, a police-type task force tasked with upholding the sacred timeline created by the mysterious timekeepers. He then continues to self-reflect when he meets Sylvie, played by the amazing Sofia DiMartino in episode two, a female variant of himself. 
What follows is a series of timey-wimey twists, turns, and unfortunate events. The heart and soul of Loki is the many conversations and emotional moments the characters have with each other. It was heartwarming to see Loki develop a friendship and camaraderie with Mobius, and breathtaking to see him and Sylvie fall into a delicately beautiful love for one another for the first time in their lonely lives. But most of all, we get to see Loki grow and develop, and by the end, become someone whom we can call a hero. While the time traveling, various Lokis, and ultimate introduction to the multiverse at the conclusion of this series is the fascinating plot, it's all the moments that Loki has with everyone, from Hunter B-15 to Sylvie to Jonathan Major's eccentric He Who Remains that really drew me in and kept me coming back for more. And while the series ends on a bleak cliffhanger, we have season two to look forward to to hopefully wrap up the loose threads we were left with. Director Kate Herron and head writer Michael Waldron, along with extensive input from Tom Hiddleston, who served as an executive producer for the series, have together created something smart, funny, and beautifully emotional. I give this series Loki a 9.5 out of 10 stars. Be sure to check out the behind-the-scenes documentary episode on Marvel's Assembled on Disney Plus, too. You really feel the love the creative team put into the show. I'm Brittany Laughlin, and remember, be sure to tell your loved ones you love them. For all time, always. Welcome back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And thank you for joining us wherever you found us. You're listening to it right now, so I have to assume. Hey, if you found us, you could share us. Where can they share us? Um, Everywhere. Smoke signals. Um, no, you've, you say that raven, all the time. Ravens. You write on a raven. I've always wanted to try that. If it's I'm not being a real. raven, though. It's a homing pigeon, right? No, 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 no. I know what podcast I'm in, but I'm watching Game of Thrones, and it is ravens, okay. like all through and Do they have the through. little helmets so they can't see? No. No, I guess that's only what? when they're not flying. When they can't see? Why would they? Why would you want they to fly blind? They put helmets on certain birds of prey. I, like I a hawk? You guys, I don't know enough about medieval culture. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Haven't you seen? No, like, I now I know what you're kay. talking about, but but not, is that so they don't like attack things? Or not something? while they're flying. <laughs> you know, like we need him to flying blind is an expression. Although there was a guy, it was because TikTok, right? There was a guy that um, he he talked about a study where they released a dove from the southern tip of uh, Africa. Africa. And it flew all the way home to oh my gosh somewhere. I just can't believe that. And it, it, it's not even like it deviated. It flew straight home, and they were like, "Oh well, you know these things magnetic fields." And like, nope, nothing to do with the magnetic field. Can't sense that. Oh well, you know birds can they can they can smell the path. Well, you think about how humane this is. They plugged both of the nostrils what? of the bird. Still flew straight home. How did it? So it, it flew home with its mouth open. That's lame. It probably took twice as long. That poor birdie. Had a lot of drag. Stop it. I don't like this story. I don't know. I don't know. And But but anyway, it, uh, what I'm talking about is ravens. You can use ravens. Okay. If you want to use a homing pigeon. Oh, okay. Where you they can, can use a homing pigeon. Also, 
Also Spotify, also Apple oh, Podcasts, I mean, also LTNonair.com. You can, you know, share on your favorite social social media platform if you enjoy the podcast yeah, and you I mean, want but, to, but, but those, no pressure. Those no places. Pr- no pressure. I hate that word. Social pressure. media is so saturated. It, y- Car- yes. Carrier pigeon or raven. You know what it's saturated with is spoilers. Ooh. And that's what we that are going to talk segue. about. Um, okay. So. Last week, we talked about movies. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about movie ratings mm-hmm. and things like that. We're piggybacking off of it just a little bit because spoilers. I guess there's spoilers outside of video game. I mean, video games, movies. There are video game spoilers. There are book spoilers. There are board game spoilers. Um, like legitimately inside of board games, there are some some games that are, that are legacy games that say do not open this yeah, pack don't do it. until you've reached a certain point. So this can be, I th- I would say that this is really a, a hot button issue, especially in nerd culture. Uh, I mean, yeah. people get intense about spoiler alerts and like, don't do it. Um, people can get downright nasty about it. We have, a, it's one of our community guidelines. Yeah. It's and no spoilers. Yeah. And the reason that we have it is because we're just sick of like cleaning up all the arguments about it, man. Yeah. Just don't do it. So if you don't know what a spoiler is, you probably should not be listening because this hey. podcast. Hey is friend, I, I think you should be here, right? Um, if you're living under an actual rock and you don't know what a spoiler is, I did look it up on ye old Wikipedia. Oh, boom. Hey, check this out. Uh, let's hit you with another nerdy definition. Right now. <laughs> hey, so a spoiler is an element of a disseminated summary or description of any piece of fiction that reveals any plot elements. Typically the details of the conclusion of the plot, including the climax and ending are especially regarded as spoiler material. It can also be used to refer to any piece of information regarding any part of a given media that a potential consumer was not intended to know beforehand. So like they, they started out saying fiction and I immediately had a problem with their definition, but then they totally redeemed themselves by saying, and also anything else. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, again, people feel really, really strongly about this. The term spoiler is pretty much as old as the internet because the internet is where they all started coming out on. So the earliest like published um, instance of the word spoiler was in this 1971 article by a guy named Doug Kenny who wrote, spoilers, what are they? Simply the trick ending Now, the trick ending to every mystery novel and movie you're ever liable to see saves time and money. What a jerk. (laughs) He was trying to do his fellow mankind a service by saving. They didn't have to buy all the, you know, they didn't have to go to all the movies, which I can understand a little bit because sometimes, especially back in the day, you couldn't go and see everything. You couldn't stream everything. You you couldn't bootleg everything, and but you wanted to still be in the know with your friends about the things that were happening. And we're going to talk about man, I I, I feel different like different ways of spoiling. If if spoil if if spoilers hadn't existed until now, and somebody took that approach, every motion picture 
like house or anything would, like, would sue, sue the them. pants off of that guy. Like that's. I wonder if there is any. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about. I don't this. know if I don't they would spoil, win. I don't want to spoil Ooh. the things I'm about to say by talking about them because I do have this discussion sort of written in. Just saying. For now, I did, um, you know, crowdsource some stories here from our community about hey. When was a time that something was spoiled for you? And how did that make you feel? And I legitimately was nervous to ask that question. Oh, yeah. And I asked Bubba and I cleared it with our mods because I was like, there's potential for this to get kind of ugly. It's so because volatile. People don't even like talking about the idea of spoilers except to be like, they're the worst. I'm like, are they the worst? Not everybody thinks they're the worst, but are we willing to even talk about it civilly, conceptually? Like legitimately, this this is a thing. Spoilers are a thing that can tear friends apart. It's like Monopoly. Yeah. It's worse than Monopoly. <laughs> it's probably worse than Monopoly. Spoiler alert, it's worse than Monopoly. Okay. So as people were talking about the things that had been spoiled for them, I'm going to read some of their stories here. And I'm going to, I have some categories of the types of spoiler that you can have sometimes. So we'll start out ranging from the most innocuous spoiler to the most um, malevolent spoiler. The, yeah. The ones that get people uninvited to birthday parties. That's right. So. Well, sometimes they happen because you were not invited to a birthday party. Oof. Okay, so we'll start out with the casual spoiler. This is from community member Terry Acuna. Hey, Acuna, Acuna or Acuna? Acuna? There's no enye. It's yeah, just okay, a, don't just church a it up here. I'm, I'm, okay. Okay. So he says, "Rampage Jackson and Chuck Liddell fight." The first time my wife let me order a pay per view fight, we were going to be staying at her parents that weekend. I ordered it, recorded it on my TiVo, and had friends coming over the next night to watch, avoiding all spoilers. The morning we were going to leave her parents' house to go home and host a watch party, her dad sat at breakfast out of the blue. Do you see that Iceman fella get knocked out so fast last night that people are upset they paid for the fight? <laughs> my father-in-law had never watched a fight in his life. He was just searching for a subject for us to discuss over a meal. Oh, man. Terry, I, I read this and my heart immediately broke for you because <laughs> like we all like we long so much for relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And it and was so innocent. Your like father-in-law was trying to do <laughs> such a good thing. And it's a total it's a total oblivious dad move here. Ah, did you, did you hear Not the, a joke. Did you hear that the, 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 the ice fella? <laughs> Just like everything about it. When when we when we take people on mission, we train them not to do this because you have it's like the, the nerd equivalent of talking about the weather. Or no, 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 no. It, it's stay in your lane. Oh, like okay. we we don't have you don't, go into yeah. an area and go. Oh, hey, you know, what about you guys? If somebody's in a Magic the Gathering, like how many Black Lotus do you have in your deck? Which is an ultra rare card from like a thousand years ago. Zero. That you can't even use anymore. <laughs> and so like without without relationship where uh -huh. your heart just kind of melts here, like it's like, oh, that sucks. But I love this guy. Without relationship, it's just they obnoxious. eat you alive. Yeah. Uh. You, they are hyenas and you're a little baby Simba <laughs> walking into the elephant graveyard. 
okay. So the next kind oh, of man. spoiler I'm, again, is... Again, I'm so sorry, dear. <laughs> just, oh. The next one is the accidental, fight, the accidental spoiler. This is from our friend Lisa Eldred. Ah. Lisa says, spoiler alert for a 16-year-old movie. If you haven't watched Serenity, you have been warned, but the hard, story is best told with them. Hard pause. Uh-huh. Baller move. Yeah. I'm about- if you don't learn anything so else from this how, podcast. This is how, if you do need to speak of a plot element specifically, you warn people, you pause your show, you put a bunch of dots in your message or yes. something, and then, okay, you, you can proceed. give somebody the opportunity to, to choose away. whether or not to proceed mm-hmm. or not. Okay. So- Serenity. Back in 2008 or so, I was finally working my way through Firefly. I'd finished the series but hadn't yet seen Serenity. It was Halloween and someone had posted a photo of a graveyard of spoilers of characters who died. No. And on one of the tombstones was the name Wash. First of all, moment of silence for Wash. Too freaking soon for this story. Oh, uh, great. Spoiled that for me. So then I went to play D&D with some friends and was telling them about the fact that the death had been spoiled, but didn't actually say the name. And one of my friends sighed and shook his head and said, ah, poor book. Oh, no. Uh, Lisa, I'm so sorry. Oh. <laughs> so, so that was accidental. Kind of like, yeah, that was kind of like the casual one, but it was like, I mean, they, yeah, they didn't realize they knew it was a spoiler. They knew what that that could be a spoiler, but they thought it had already been spoiled, and in doing so, spoiled another (laughs) thing. Another thing. (laughs) It's a slippy slope. It's a slippy slope. These spoilers. Okay, so the next one we had is the excited spoiler. This, I would say, I don't know if this is more typical in children, but this is like, you know something and you want to share it. Okay. Um, Andrew Irwin writes, when the first movies came, when the first movie came out, I was at primary school, nine years old in New Zealand. Um, and when I say the first movie, I believe we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. One of the other children turned from an overseas holiday and told us he saw Empire Strikes Back and told us who Luke's dad was. We weren't upset. We were excited. Yeah. So that had potential to be um, not great, but it was received well. And Andrew also mentioned he he thinks that spoilers are recent, like that they are a bigger deal now than they used to be when he was nine. Oh, 100%. Um, some people, it seems actually to me like it probably has more to deal with family culture and that his family and his area didn't think it was a big deal. But there were definitely some people who commented and were like, oh, no, spoiling was never, never acceptable in our house. Never. Right. But I I think that his, his idea of spoilers being recent, you can put whatever kind of spin on recent that you want. Um, but I, I agree with that. Yeah, like a hundred percent, because it's it has to do with the mediums by which we consume these content, you know, this content rather. So, like, uh, books. We have more books now than we've ever had. You know, like when Harry Potter came out, it was like, dude, I swear, if you say anything about the next Harry Potter book because you read it all in one night at midnight when it came out, 
I will end you. Well, then there's like in the Devil Wears Prada, she assigns, uh, I don't remember the main character's name in the Devil Wears Prada. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Yeah. Meryl Streep assigns Anne Hathaway. She tasks her pretty much because she just wants to tell her to do impossible things, it seems like. Mm -hmm. Like it's almost a game. Yeah. Um, She wants her to go and get the manuscript of, I think, the fourth one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before it comes out for her twins. And you know, those little, those little punks. snot-nosed twins, they spoiled it for all their friends. 100%. Because it was a status thing that they knew it. And so like, that's what I'm saying though, is like these, these things, I don't, I don't think that it has been like something that's been passed down through time. Because if you go back and look at just history, we were nothing but oral tradition because nothing was written down. They didn't have movies. They did have plays and stuff like that. Things were written down, but people were illiterate and paper yeah, and pen it, it, were like, hard to come th- by. Things weren't as, as widely shared and, right. you know enjoyed and consumed and so like this coming in now and we're going to talk about this but it's i think it has a lot more to do with the investment in the thing than Mm -hmm. the thing itself Mm -hmm. yeah um you know so i will say i will say here though uh kids are the freaking worst like (laughs) well caleb our nine-year-old. I love this boy to death. He he does. He is this excited spoiler. We and he got like, in trouble. He's not. He's not trying to be a jerk. But when he has a piece of information, oh, dude. <clears throat> he wants to be the one to he share, share. He can't the not thing. share it. In a way, sometimes in the right context, it makes him a good leader. Mm-hmm. He loves to share. He loves to teach things. He loves to be the one to give you the revelation. He wants to teach. He wants to do mm-hmm. all these things. But, but sometimes when it's his brother's birthday, this happened, this happened when yeah. it's when it's his little brother's <laughs> birthday and he had been just asking I mean, want so bad. He asked for, this is, our kids don't usually ask for the same thing for a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. Levi mm-hmm. said, I want a WWE championship belt. And I was, I looked at Anne, I was like, nothing has ever made more sense to me in my entire life. Because he he's a fighter. He wrestles all the time. And I'm like, that kid has earned a belt six times over. Beating the bejeez out of people, right? And so I'm like, all right. Let's get him the belt. And you order him the belt and it comes in. And if you are a shipping company for the love of all things holy in this world and beyond, stop. Spoilers. Yes. The packaging needs to not spoil it. Start putting your dang logo or the actual item, a picture of it on the outside of the box. Twofold. First of all, you dang spoiled it. Now, secondly... I don't want my package getting stolen. I don't think put it that in a brown box. It's not. It's not on WWE. It's on the 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 company that you ordered it through. Because obviously, no. Listen, a box had like look at that Dominion box. It has to have whatever's it doesn't in it ship on the in box. that box, right? Yeah, right. So I'm saying that the burden isn't on necessarily the creators of dominion but whoever is mailing dominion to somebody else that person's job you know i love you you are dead wrong because it's not not this box not this box don't look over here this is not a shipping box the box that belt came in was a brown cardboard box with a wwe logo on the outside put a shipping label on it and stuck it in the mail i'm about to do that for ltn con when we send out these these land party boxes 
And we're doing that on purpose because we want people to see it. But they wanted people to see I, that WWE belt and order all the postal workers for dude, their children. Ain't nobody buying one of our boxes for a birthday present, <laughs> right? So like, that's the thing. Is like I anyway. Caleb, up like we were like, dude. I'm, I looked him in the eyes. I was like, don't tell your brother what's in that box. He had seen it. He had seen it. I wrapped it, but he had seen it before I wrapped it. I was like, ooh. And he was like, oh, okay, Dad. Yeah, no, okay. I turn my back. <laughs> I, this literally, this is not an exaggeration. I, I turned my back to come in here and I turned around and he's whispering in his brother's ear. And I'm like, this is what grounded looks like. like I don't know what to tell you right now. And he's like, well, what? what? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. And I was like, no, you did. Like yeah. you waited until I turned my back. And yeah. so it was a very deliberate act that he did. And we talked about like we had to unpack that. Like why would. Why did you want to reveal that when you knew he'd be opening it in 10 seconds? Like, yeah. why did you need it to do that him. for him? It robbed Levi of that Tearing excitement open the package and that joy. Feeling. But what did it give to you? Yeah. And that's something that we need to ask ourselves once we get, we'll, and we'll talk yeah. about this, but like, why do I feel like I need to share this? Anyway. No, I, we're we're going we're gonna to go, move on to our next point, but just as, as, a, as a point of like clarity, we know that that, robbed him of the joy of opening that package and being mm-hmm. surprised and all that stuff mm-hmm. because he had another present that his brother did not know what that was. Yeah. And it was another knew. thing that he had been asking for. And when he opened it, he pooped his pants. He didn't <laughs> he, actually poop his pants. I think but he jumped up and down. He was very, very excited. And I literally, I looked at, I looked at Caleb and I was like, that's, that's what you've taken from him. Yeah. And in movies, in like books and stuff or TV shows or whatever, like, like that emotion that is, is derived from this journey that we've been on. Like when you take that from somebody, it sucks, bro. Mm. Okay. You are a thief of joy. (laughs) Well, the next couple truly are thieves of joy. Sometimes we steal things, um, accidentally but these people are doing it on purpose the next one is the obnoxious spoiler kip uh kip wilson will hold on i'm sorry kip this i will say your name correctly kip wilkinson writes was standing in line for the second showing of force awakens on opening night and some guy ran by and yelled out who died in the movie that's a question huh who died no. Or so-and-so died. No. Yeah. They told everybody. Mm. They came out of the theater from the first showing. That was and a big one. told everybody standing in the line. There's no reason to do that except that you're just being a jerk. Yeah. Why do you want to do that? That, not cool. Okay. Moving on. Because there's so many things. I mean, that one. that one's pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. Like. Wh- Don't be a jerk. You had. You, what? Why? Like, yeah. Yeah. I hope that guy made it home okay. Oh, I kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, there's part of me that's like, uh, I guess you just have to hand it over to the Lord yeah. and be like, I, Lord, please let his car hit a flat t- or hit a nail on the way home or something. Hey, uh, speaking of that feeling you're having, how about our next one here? <laughs> the next one. The vengeful spoiler. So this is when you know full well that somebody 
really like doesn't want something spoiled, but you're upset with them about something, and so you do it. Yeah, like maybe maybe, maybe Terry's father in law. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe he, was he like, secretly knew this whole time. He's like, "You married my daughter. I'm gonna get back at you. I'm gonna ruin that Chuck Liddell fight." <laughs> Isaac McCoy said, uh, "Oh no, hold on." I copied and pasted the same comment twice. Hold, please. Yeah, Isaac McCoy did not say the last story again. Unless they're brothers. Maybe it happened to, you know, it's like, I like to tell people all the time, um, just because I think it's funny, uh, a person that I don't live anywhere near or anything like that, I'll say, yeah, we went to uh, separate high schools one summer together. And it doesn't make any sense. Well, I can't find my my post, but I remember what he said. He was he said that um, he he had been planning a fishing trip with a bunch of his friends, his his guy buddies, and they blew him off to go and watch a movie, and they and they like backed out of the fishing trip that he had been planning, and so he spoiled their movie for them. And that he regrets nothing. That's what he oh said. Oh my gosh, that's. Yep, that happened. Uh, so that is that's the last kind of spoiler. So all of these. What is, what good <laughs> do you feel like could come out of that? Like you're just going to. Have you ever had that feeling though? Well, look, think about it. You're just gonna you're gonna look at somebody and go. Well, I bet you wish you hadn't gone fishing. It's like I bet I I wish you'd never been born. That's what I wish. <laughs> Yeah. You would wish that. Yeah, I mean, I bet. I bet. I wish you watch your back. Punch. <laughs> that's, that's what I wish. Might make me feel punchy. I mean, Erin, Erin Warmbier. Also, she didn't share her story. She said that she that she feels emotionally punchy when, like, even when children spoil things for her, because um, it makes you feel me. feelings, and it's weird that spoiling. Whether we are doing it on purpose or it's being spoiled for us, it's weird that it can invoke these kinds of emotions over stories or that it can be used as, you know, that we can weaponize a plot line, just a concept of a fictional story to hurt somebody. That's very interesting to me. Is just people we're going to talk about in the next segment, so I don't want to get too into it. <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to talk about some of the motives behind some of these things. Okay. Um, why we are, are you... We are a little bit, we're, and we're going to talk about, like, some science as well. Yeah, I mean, science is motive. Like, it's it, it, it may be, like, you know, something that we don't really understand. It may be something passive. Um, you know, like, I, I don't know that I'm breathing all the time, but I'm still doing it, and there's right. still reasons behind it. So... Mm-hmm. We're going to look at some active and some passive stuff on why we are the way that we are um, as far as spoilers go. So, hey, stick around. Don't go anywhere. And we'll be back with more of the Church Nerds podcast. Have you ever been around another person who used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain that you should know, but you didn't? Well, of course you have. Hey, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new, and this will be useful. Not like that throwaway knowledge like math or science. This is the real world, bub, and you need to be able to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. 
So pull up a chair and pay attention, because LTN's got another nerdy definition for you. This week's nerdy definition is Discord. Classified as a VoIP or voice over IP, instant messaging and digital distribution platform, Discord is a program available on Windows, macOS, Android, iOS, Linux, and web browsers that is specifically designed to help you create and develop community. Though it is now a heavily relied upon property for the gaming community, Discord had no target demographic when it was released to the public in May of 2015. It took absolutely no time at all for the gamers to flock to Discord, abandoning their other programs like TeamSpeak, Ventrilo, and IRC in the process. Discord had found its niche in gamers. You'd be hard-pressed to find a streamer, YouTuber, publisher, or developer without a Discord server, and some would even say that they use it as their primary means of communication. And when you've used it to its full potential, it really is easy to see why it appeals to more than a gaming audience and why in March of 2020, Discord changed its motto from chat for gamers to chat for communities and friends in an effort to appeal to a wider user base. Now we at Love Thy Nerd do have a Discord server that you can join just by heading over to lovethynerd.com discord. We also have several resources on our website that will help you better understand what Discord is and how to use it. Simply head on over to our website at lovethynerd.com and search for Discord. So, the next time someone asks you to join a sweet Discord server that they know about, you can smile and nod at that nerd because, well, you understand that reference. Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds. I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And if you're listening on the Live 365 app or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, even on lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, just hanging out with us anywhere you found us. Thank you. That's dope. I appreciate that. You don't have to, right? Like they could be doing anything right now. That's true. And if they're anything like me, they're doing something else 90% of the time. Yeah, multitasking. Do this and whatever else you want to do. Yeah, you're always asking me, do you really need three screens on at I the same still, time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The answer is, you can't talk to me I like found that. out from the doctor that that is not good for your listen, brain. Listen, that doctor doesn't know me, doesn't know my story. Mm. But they do know doctory stuff in science, so uh. I'll give it to them. So today, we're talking all about spoilers and... You mm-hmm. you got on the research train well, and just went absolutely nuts. I've done this with the last couple of them. I don't know. I just feel like lots of pressure because since you're so busy this week, I feel like I really need to carry the show. Hey, and pretend like I'm, I'm busy going, every week. <laughs> this is fantastic. Is it? Oh, yes. Uh, there. Sometimes I have to lean on you for things, mm. but I knew I couldn't this week. And so it was all on me, which meant that... I don't know. I get a little weird about stuff and I just go down these like internet rabbit holes. Anyway, so the obvious thing is that people don't, you know, most nerds do not like spoilers about their favorite fandoms. And I think 
you know, we'll we'll talk about this in a minute, but especially the ones that they have a lot invested in. Right. The spoilers are not welcome at all. And now I say most because there are actually people who seek spoilers out. And I didn't know this until I started researching for this, but there are websites entirely dedicated to spoilers that are not like trolley websites. Like, you know you're getting spoilers. They're designed to be beneficial. Yeah, and they pay people to write spoilers. Like, you can make money at writing a good spoiler. I don't understand. understand. They'll pay you like 10 bucks to watch a a movie and write the synopsis of the Oh, I got you. Okay, I got you. Yeah, that was one website that I saw that they were doing that. They're like, hey, you watch something, you send it in. If I use it, I'll pay you. Interesting. Yeah. Um, There are also anti-spoiler, like there's anti-spoiler software kind of stuff. Now, take it with a grain of salt because this is a Google extension that works with Android and Firefox. Oh, hey, you know who you are. That's your sweet spot person (laughs) listening to this. Like who even uses those? But, so hey, this the person right so, now who's so listening. If you use it, I'm not trying to judge you. I just don't understand no, you. They're they're googling it right now. So um yeah, that's that's a thing. And one of our community members actually <laughs> mentioned that he was using that, and then somebody like this is the really trolly thing to do. Mm-hmm. Somebody installed it, then was like left a negative review so when he went to go install the stuff and went to read the reviews about it Mm -hmm. they were like this didn't work at all i found out that han solo blah 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 and what a freaking mm -hmm, like ruined it in the reading like that's just guys if that's not next level troll proof enough of sin nature like i don't have anything else for you yeah that is fallen humanity (laughs) at its finest right there so people get really like hot about spoilers like really angry like we have to do conflict resolution in the community oh 100 over them like we talked about we have a rule in the community and then we have community members who are like watchdogs like bloodhounds they hunt through the community ruthlessly and relentlessly yes and report report Everything. report report all of it Anything that even smells like it could possibly maybe be a spoiler. It's pretty intense. Yeah. Um, I got thoughts on that. We we read accounts of like teachers giving their students detention. Which I thought. Keeping them in from recess and stuff. Freaking great idea. For spoiling movies. Now, I mean, again, those are the obnoxious spoilers that we had talked about before, where it's like, probably they had it coming. Yeah, I mean, that's rude. I think the story that she shared was, I told the kids not to do this, and then a kid ran across and did it. deliberately disobeyed. I know what it's like. So it's really more about, hey, I'm the boss of you. Hey, when my kids (laughs) deliberately disobey me, they've been given all of the answers. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, like you knew the consequences. It's not that hard to shut your mouth. Well, I mean, I guess it is for some people. Yeah. The interesting thing, though, the really the thing that shocked me was that um, 
there is science and even opinions from within the group that support this. That, like, that spoiling is not necessarily a bad thing. But people are really back and forth on it. So, so there's been one study done by um, the University of California in San Diego. Um, there was a, a professor there that did a study on a psychology professor. And it was a well-done study. Like, it wasn't he asked 10 people. Yeah, he didn't ask his mom. No, and- even critics uh, who, like, don't really like what the study concluded with are like... Like, we're not saying that this was not a well-done study. It was a well-done study. Mm-hmm. People who don't agree with it think that they they just need to test some other things, you know, and compare. Um, but so, so what he did was took, you know, all these students and spoiled things, but kind of spoiled them without telling them it was a spoiler, like offering sort of a synopsis. And then letting them read the material. I think there was there were several genres. There was like ironic twists. There were mysteries. And there were, I can't remember what the other one was. Um, and there were men and women in the study. And like almost universally, when they read the spoiler first, like when that had been given, they enjoyed the story more like across the board, Mm -hmm. across every genre he used. And um, so what he suggested based on his findings was that what we call quote unquote spoilers were actually enhancers to the story. And he hypothesizes that the reason is that when you know the arc of the story, that it actually increases the processing fluidity Um, So that you can actually enjoy the journey, that you can enjoy the little details of the story more. And he likened it to where to um, like driving um, on. I can't even remember. I think Big Sur, he said, like a, a really scenic highway that a lot of people spend time trying to look out at the, you know, the waves and they actually don't enjoy. Yeah. They don't enjoy every curve of the road because they're so busy trying to look out. Um, but that if they already know what it looks like out there, they actually enjoy the drive. Yeah. More. So, you know, there are people, yeah. there was another website that I came across and a couple of good articles that are like, I hate that. I disagree hard. <laughs> with that because sometimes I have so much invested in a story. Like if like one guy is a Star Trek fan. Yeah. And so when Into Into Darkness came out, like he did not he did not want that spoiled. That was a big deal to him. Okay. Um because he had like decades oh, yeah. invested in the Star Trek universe. They were doing a great job you of know? weaving the entire story into one story. Um, and so you, and you have a, in nerd culture, you have that a lot. You've got Star Trek, you've got Star Wars, you have Doctor Who, um, that's a great show and the Avengers and yeah, you know, so on MCU, and so forth. Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. So, um, when people feel really connected to it, they feel differently about that being spoiled. And this is what this guy was saying, as opposed to just like picking up a short story and reading it. Yeah. 
I mean, if you had known the thing at the end of Sixth Sense before you watched it, would you have still enjoyed it as much? I know that I enjoy going back and watching it once I know the thing. Yeah. I so, want to keep watching it again and again. I think for me, that's that's the thing. It's, I agree with the study. I want, I, I absolutely agree with the study. I don't agree with um, maybe necessarily how the study was conducted, but like, as, as you like to say, the data doesn't lie. And I can tell you like specifically myself personally, like we were talking earlier, uh, you and I off, off air about um, Inception and Sixth Sense is another one in there. Like a lot of these like psychological thrillers, I'll put Tenet in that as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, like these, these shows that just, you have to go back, Shutter Island, you got to go back and watch them again. Like, I don't hate, like, I'm not mad when I'm watching through the second time going, oh, I already know how this ends. It's like, no, 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 no. Now I want to go back and, and watch that or experience or read that book or do whatever. I want to do that thing again and look for all of these you know, small little pieces that I might've missed to help thread things together. So much so that like anytime, you know, a new episode of Loki came out, I would immediately go and watch the Easter egg video. I just got Mm -hmm. done watching the Easter egg video Uh for the second um, episode of what if. Mm -hmm. And so like that to me is story enhancement because you know, a huge part about this stuff is being able to talk about it with other people and engage with other people in dialogue and push and pull. What did you like? What did you didn't like? What do you think were the different aspects of it? Like understanding it is really important. I think the way that we go about attaining that information is important. Mm-hmm. And it's totally like I want I want I want to I want to attain that information on my own. Well, there's definitely, and and one of our community members is like, you know, her family is big into mysteries, mm-hmm. and in a, in the in the world of mystery, it's like there is there's no unringing the bell. Like there is that moment of discovery. Yep. That you cannot, you can't recreate that again. It doesn't hit you again. Um, it's a one, it's a one and done. And so I think that that's kind of the moment when people are like, Rah! like people feel when you take that from them, that joy of discovery, and have it spoiled. It's the intellectual equivalent of robbery. Like you have stolen from somebody and just like a home invasion robbery feels like a violation, um, depending on the circumstances that can feel sort of like, I think that's the violated that gut response that, that people just get enraged. I think it's a almost, I, I think that's, it's a bit dramatic to say that it's a violation, but in a sense, like that's how people yeah. respond. Well, it's like so- you have violated my space in this space so and this is, I don't appreciate it. This is where it gets really hairy, right? Is because people go into public spaces and they try to impose one way or the other their personal or private interpretation of a situation. Mm-hmm. So we have this all the time where people will come into the LTN community on Facebook or otherwise, Discord, and they'll say, well, why can't I post spoilers? I want to be able to post, post spoilers. And I will just say, I'm training the mods, you know, a while back and all this stuff. Hey, the, the internet's a big place. Mm-hmm. 
Like we even specifically set up a place because Marvel was such a big deal. We set up a Marvel spoilers channel inside of Discord. And we're like, hey, if you want to go and talk about that, this is the spot where you can just blab about everything. Mm -hmm. Because the question comes back again. Do you do you want to have a discussion about this or do you just want to say the thing? Oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. Bleep, You know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Like. That's not a discussion. If you want to do that, post that on your own wall. Right. Like you're more than welcome to do that, but you're just not going to do that here because there are so many people specifically in this space that are just as heavily vested in this, if not more so than you are. And there are some times when I do really appreciate spoilers. Number one, I I don't care that much about spoilers. Um, Personally, and honestly, when Endgame came out, you I was could not have cared very, any less. Well, I was actually kind of annoyed with how tight lipped people were because I was like, I want to know what happens, but I really don't want to sit for that long. Like, I'm not going to understand most of the movie. Can you please just tell me what the big game changing moment was that everybody's like Ooh, about? Because like, I don't, I don't, I don't so, care. I think. Space and situation is the difference. If you want to know that stuff, yeah, absolutely. Go to the spoiler website. Yeah, well, legit, we, we told people, hey, if you want to have a conversation about this, this was before we had spoiler you know, posts and all sorts of stuff. Even then, we used to have spoiler posts. Right. In, it was a thread. But it I would kid, always... This is the spoiler, the mega thread spoilers yep. for such and such. We had to kill that Yeah, because it would become so popular it would show up in everybody's feed it'd be at the top of it and it just is the opposite mm-hmm. of what we were trying mm-hmm. to do now we're mm-hmm. throwing it in front of people and so like we would just we would just tell people like hey go to a, go to a private message mm-hmm. and they're like oh, <laughs> you know and i'm like those aren't words none of those are words well so one of my big questions is like WWJD. What's the deal? Is spoiling something wrong? Like, is that, can it become a sin issue to spoil something? Because some people respond as if it is a sin issue. Um, And the reality of it is, think it can be <laughs> it people respond wildly different like different personalities have these yeah. polar opposite reactions when something is spoiled some people seek them out some people avoid them like the plague so intention has a lot to do with it oh yeah if you are a spoiler if you have spoiled something for someone if it was an accident and you spoiled something and you, you might feel like a dirtbag because it's like you just told somebody the Santa wasn't real. Yeah. Oh, Anna dropping <laughs> bombs. Hey, you um, know who you are. I'm sorry about that. Anyway, um, don't don't sweat it because you know it. Honest mistakes are honest mistakes. But this is definitely a. I have spoiled pregnancies before. That's true. Multiple times. This is definitely a like a golden rule topic, though. Yeah. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you and realize that people are different from you. And if you feel like you want to be spoiling something for somebody else, if you want to talk about it, figure out why. Do you just want to relate about it? Or are you really hoping to see that moment of discovery Mm -hmm. for that, for you to be the vehicle of that moment of discovery and see it in that person's eyes. And is that ethical? Are you being selfish? Maybe a little bit, or just go make your own dang movie. And then you'll have that power to do that. And honestly, um, 
if you have the desire to vengefully or obnoxiously spoil something, yeah, you know you I, are. not the Lord, this is like Paul when he says, I, Paul, not the Lord, say. <laughs> such as, I think that spoiling can be careless at best and sinful at worst. Yeah, 100%. I think that if you're vengefully spoiling, that's a problem. I think that's, I think it's a problem. And definitely Proverbs um, has a lot of things to say about fools and their big fat mouths. Yeah. So a um, fool will spoil end game <laughs> and folly will befell him. Proverbs 18, six says a fool's lips walk into a fight and his mouth invites a beating. Those are just facts, Dude, bro. People want to beat you down when you spoil yeah. their stuff. Don't be a jerk. Don't yell the main plot twist of the movie that you just watched the people standing in line waiting to watch it. Do not. Which is so tropey, by the way. Like, it's but not even creative. it happens. It's not even creative. Um, If you are the person who cannot stand for something to be spoiled. I'm listening. This is for you. <laughs> You feel seen and attacked again. We have to meet in the middle. It's your job to show grace because things happen. People make mistakes a lot of times by accident, <laughs> sometimes on purpose, which is crappy. Mm -hmm. This is what the Bible says to you. Ecclesiastes 7, 9 says, be not quick in your spirit to become angry for anger lodges in the bosom of fools. Again, Fools on both ends of the yeah. spectrum. Don't Solomon be that has a guy. lot to say about spoilers. Yeah. Um, don't murder people in your brain. This is from Jesus. <laughs> Everyone who's angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says you fool will be liable to the hell Raka. of fire. The fire of hell? The hell of fire? Oof. I copied and pasted that. Hey. That's a weird translation. Get it. Um, anyway, we have we have to meet in the middle. Um, empty head. Yes, empty. <laughs> so, um, one of our community men or, uh, members said that um, she doesn't mind spoilers. She doesn't think that they themselves fall into right and wrong territory. A person's intentions with and reactions to unwanted spoilers can fall into right and wrong, wrong territory, though. She says, I remember being trained to dislike spoilers. I truly enjoy stories, lore, reading, Movies that have long series or multiple series to follow up, all the things, but tying up so many emotions in protecting the surprises and potentially ending in anger, anxiety, fear, huge disappointment at a spoiler just no longer seemed worth it. So I fall in the middle. I enjoy the story unfolding, unspoiled, and sometimes I search out spoilers. It depends on how much time I have to invest. Or sometimes if my desire to know how it ends is overpowering my dissatisfaction with the overall quality of story. So I the amount of maturity in that statement would choke a horse <laughs> like legit that the, the, you have to there's so much self uh, realization and introspection in that to go. Uh, is it am me? I, basically, am I worshiping this story? Am I worshiping the joy of discovery? And again, right? Like, oh, of course, the Christians are talking about things and way off and not worshiping this, man. Dude. But this is for real, though. But are are we, though? Like, am I am I willing to ruin my relationship with somebody else mm -hmm. 
whatever varying level it's on. Am I willing to ruin that relationship because they told me who died in Star Wars or because they told me what happened in New Suicide Squad or whatever? And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dude, then it's like, all right. If I'm the person who said the thing, why did I say it like that? There, there needs to be introspection right. on both sides. Mm-hmm. But like really as Christians, period, end of the day, intent matters. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what God really focuses on. That's the thing that Jesus speaks to is who can know the heart is above all things deceitful and wicked. Like God's the only one. Jesus is the only one that knows what truly lies in a man's heart. And that's why these things that we do outwardly, we have to help other people. Like I may tell you, I have a good heart. And then if I go out and do D whole things, <laughs> like it, that doesn't help at all. Like you, you're not going to think that well, Jesus says, you will know that my, you, they will know that you are my disciples, but the love mm-hmm. that you have for one another, like how you show it, the things that you do. And we're talking about your faith and your works. Like there are these deeds, these things, these outward expressions that you need to do. And if you don't freaking do them, if you take every opportunity you have to be a troll, guess what you are? You're a troll. Mm -hmm. Like you can't say, well, no, I'm just, I'm just messing around. It's like, well, let me just love keeps no record of wrong, but I happen to have the spreadsheet right here (laughs) of every time that you have done this. Well, I mean, honestly, on a moderator standpoint, you pull up some somebody's profile and it's going to tell you we've had to delete this many of your comments yeah. and your posts, man. Yeah. So if you've got a record on Facebook, ugh, you know, like we don't even keep that record. It's it just does. there. Yeah. I think the only other thing that I wanted to mention, too, is we're all trying to look out for each other mm-hmm. on the spoiler front and we want to be respectful of one another but this can again fall into actually you know when Jesus when the Lord was like hey don't work on the Sabbath mm-hmm. um, the Sabbath is holy so keep it holy um, you need to be resting in it and then people started taking that way too far and spending time making rules and counting other people's steps yeah, and whether or not they picked something from the field that day because they were hungry. Yeah. We can take spoiler watchdog hundred percent into um, hypocritical, judgmental, pharisaical territory. And we've got to be careful. It's just people being people, you know, Um, And at the end of the day, creators, and I've said this before, I'll say it a thousand times more, creators want people talking about their thing. They want them expressing their feelings on their art. They they want people Mm -hmm. in a dialogue about the stuff because that's how the thing grows. If there is no community around it, it dies. Mm -hmm. And so we as nerds have to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves and other people around us with what the deal is. And so just, you know, from LTN, we we have decided that whenever something comes out, this is our compromise, right? We've decided that whenever something comes out, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two, a, a two-week embargo on talking about posting anything because things are so readily available. And we're not saying, oh, well, you got to get out there and, and do it quick and all that stuff. It's just like, look, if 
If you don't watch it in two weeks, then it's really not super important to you. And that's okay. Or, you know, you might be at a place financially or time-wise or otherwise where you just can't. But honestly, we got to be big kids and just deal with... The world doesn't revolve around you. It doesn't. And um, sometimes... Or me or anybody. Yeah, you just have to accept that I can't, like, drive Ferraris and... uh, for a second I'm let's keep the bar low so honestly all i want to do is drive a, a minivan that is not covered in dirt but i live on a dirt road yeah facts and it is covered in dirt all the time yeah. like it or hate it um which i i hate it i hate it but where are you going life, with this lady it's, it's just the life i live and i just have to accept it and if you're in a place where financially or time-wise you can't keep up on all the latest content i'm sorry yeah i'm so sorry and that's okay but we gotta accept it that's okay now i would say if it is something that we've been working towards forever if we're on an 11 year journey whatever with with marvel cinematic universe if it's important enough for you not to get it spoiled the love that nerd community is the least of your worries <laughs> I swear to you that it is because we have a little bit of control over the LTN community. We have no control over the rest of the internet or your water cooler or whatever. It's just a good practice to get out there as soon as you can. If you know it's coming up, put it on the calendar, hmm. block off some time, you know, do whatever. I tell Anna all the time, like, look, Hey, I, I got to watch this thing. And she's like, Oh no, we, we got to do this. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like I got to watch <laughs> this thing right now because people are going to want to talk about, about it. it. I yes. have to know what I'm talking about. I have to be able to have a conversation mm. about a bloody, bloody, blah. It's kind of my bloody, blah job, lady. So like, <laughs> but seriously, like if, if it's important to you, make time. And also just don't be a jerk. Don't, don't like, do it. What would it be like if we, we were like Jesus and just loved people well where they are and didn't go out of our way to hurt them. That's kind of what it's like for me. So we were going to talk about Revelation and the spoiler that was, <laughs> and that still is shrouded in mystery. So yeah. you can sit in there and we, maybe let's talk about that in the comment section. Like, you know, some of that stuff. What are, what are some other things that Jesus gave us all the spoilers, but we're still, <laughs> we're still like on walking the around going, is it now or mm-hmm. is it not later now? So anyway, Hey, We're going to take a quick break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we've got a nerdy recommendation for you and the Church Nerds Memory Verse right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. What up, nerd? Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. We hope you're enjoying it. But hey, did you know that Love Thy Nerd airs almost all of its podcasts first on LTN Radio? That's right. LTN Radio is your home for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie music. And it's also the place to go to hear Love Thy Nerd's content before it reaches the podcast feed. In addition to that, Love Thy Nerd creates a lot of content that's exclusive to LTN Radio that you're missing out on. So go check out LTNOnAir.com and listen for yourself. You can also download the Live 365 app on your smartphone and search in favorite LTN Radio or enable the LTN Radio skill on your Echo devices and simply ask Alexa to play Love Thy Nerd. Now let's get you back to that podcast. Tiger Uppercut! 
final round. Fight! Well, to close out our show today, we've got a nerdy recommendation for you, and that recommendation is a game called Popcorn Dice by Van Ryder Games. And hey, if you've never heard of it, that's completely fine. I think that's kind of what some of the stuff is about, is us putting things in front of you that you had no idea needed to live in your house or take up space in mm-hmm. your brain. Mm-hmm. So this game, um, I'm I'm trying to remember if I got it as a review copy or if I bought it, because here's the deal. I'm killing so many birds with one stone right now. <laughs> this crap just shows up to my house all the time. It it truly boxes will come and I'll does. be like, yes, uh, this is I can do. <laughs> and so it came with two or three other games in that same week. Um, and yeah. so anyway, this is a game, like I said, called Popcorn Dice. And I'm a huge fan of dice rollers. Like I can't really explain how much I like quirky little dice rolling games. I kickstarted a game. This is not the recommendation, but I kickstarted a, a game uh, called Cheese Dice because the dice are oh, cheese. little blocks of cheese. Yeah, yeah I think I the game is that. called Cheese Dice. Yeah, and it comes in a little wheel. A little, yep. And you're counting the little holes it's in the It's a lot cheese. like Past the Pigs. That yeah, one is. Yeah, it is. But this one is a simple press your luck game. So mm-hmm. on the face of the die, you will have a single popped kernel, a double popped kernel, a black popcorn burnt piece, and then you will also have a kernel. And so... Basically, what you're trying to do is you're trying to get to a certain point in value. I think it's 30 or something like that. But this is like a house rules kind of game. You just Here's what's important. It comes in oh. a little popcorn. Plastic popcorn like theater, box. theater, red and white striped cardboard looking. Yeah. It's plastic, but cardboard looking um, bo- uh, container. It's the shaker. And the little, yeah. the little dice, they sit up in there and they look like popcorn and it's stinking adorable and i saw it and was like i want to play that game yeah is that game is that game hard and he's like no it's just a dice rolling game and i'm like yes so i think this game is great number one simplicity oh yeah so simple games like this are very easy to get to table it's beautiful which also is another thing aesthetic gets Big, games chunky to table. dice yeah number three if you have a theater room, if you're a theater buff, like it's a niche, um, yeah. you know, themed kind of game and it would be great for a movie night or a youth movie yeah. night or, you know, whatever it is, just fun. I see it being super playable and I'm it excited is, about it. it. It is a pass your luck game. So you can press your luck. Well, uh, yeah. Pass well, you the pass pigs. the dice, press your oh, luck. Okay. And so like if you get four burnt popcorn, then mm-hmm. you basically scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, but if you get a double popcorn, you can use that to cancel <gasps> a black one. You can cancel out you your can cancel. burnt popcorns. That does not happen in real life. If you burn popcorn, the you're going to you smell the whole it bag for away. days. Yep, you're one just, burnt kernel spoils the whole bag. It's like yeast, that everybody. Yep, that's in the Bible. <laughs> but that's Popcorn Dice by Van Ryder Games. Legit like that game. Like that is super duper fun. And uh, I think it's actually pretty cheap. So uh, we'll have the link in the show notes and the description and all that stuff. And so you guys can go and get your very own copy of Popcorn Dice. And I think 
I might have accidentally thrown away that topper that you were talking about that makes the dice sit up on on the top of it. No. But, hey, don't you worry, little lady, because I don't think that, uh, I think I put it in the recycle, and recycle did not come this week, so. <laughs> you better go get in there and I'm fish gonna, it out. Yep, I'm going to dive headfirst into that recycle bin and dig it out. Okay, well. What's our memory verse? This, this memory verse, I already kind of mentioned it. This is golden ruley. Um, this is Matthew seven twelve. It says, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. I say this to our kids all the time. You, if you are doing what you would want somebody else to do to you, you're in the clear. Like that's that's pretty much living the Christian life. So one of our kids, love God, rears off people, and just socks one of the other ones in the mouth, and then they're crying. And I'm like, dude, do you do you want anybody to hit you in the face like that? No. Well, then don't do it to other people. Like, what if I let somebody do that? Like, it's it's that thing. Like, legitimately, if you don't want it to happen to you, don't. Don't do it. Do it. So, yeah. like, whenever I'm reading things in the Bible, nine times out of ten, I'll come across a passage like this where God's like, just freaking stop, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I'm Caleb in this situation. I'm Naomi right here. This is Levi. I, I am that. And God's like, what are you doing? doing just look don't <laughs> remember when i said don't it's the same because mm-hmm. don't hey speaking of don't be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com except do don't that. well don't do. not check us out online double negative yeah awesome at lovethynerd.com for all of these amazing articles and all things nerdy as well as this show and our other podcasts and videos and i do mean like all of it like everything is getting posted there now I used to say that with like intent to post a lot of stuff on there. And then Uh, we just have to work on We have to make sure that we post everything to our Facebook page. Listen, Julian Jamar, I'm going to call you out. (laughs) Use your name here, lady. (gasps) She loves this. She loves it when you do this. I know she does. Here's the deal. It's on there. Probably. (laughs) So just, (laughs) if it's on there, just text Anna there. That's, that's what I got. Well, I don't no. know how to post it. I'm going to be on a boat. I don't know what to tell it's you. It's true. Bubba's going to be on the boat. Well, I guess when this one comes out, I will be back from a boat. <laughs> so, hey, I'm a time traveler right now. Anyway, just go and find us on lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, and it'll always have the latest episode, whether it's mm-hmm. posted on Facebook or not. It'll be there, and you can also get to us on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you would like to be a uh, direct supporter of our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, which again, I think would be fantastic, please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. And don't forget that you can always select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com. And if you do so, that's going to give us a small kickback, LTN, a small kickback of your purchase at absolutely no extra cost to you. And you can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning at LTNOnAir.com or the Live 365 app simply by searching LTN Radio. And you can also check us out, us, the Church Nerds, on Facebook. Just search for Church Nerds. Hey, hey. Click on the little picture or whatever. Mm -hmm. Boom. Roasted. 
Well, once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week for another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Thank you.